brought to you by Tiger B. Ford. Welcome back to Inside Orthopedics. This is Tiger, your orthopedic industry insider and retained recruiter for early stage orthopedic companies. This is episode number 33, titled Anatomy of a Startup, Q&A with the founder and CEO of Augmedics. You are really going to enjoy this one. I was thrilled to have the opportunity to interview Nissan Elamelech. Nissan and I have never met. He was in Israel. I was in Memphis. Uh, you will be hearing a lot about Augmetics soon. This year, Augmetics will be bringing X-ray vision to U.S. spine surgeons, literally X-ray vision. Augmetics is truly leading the way in augmented reality surgery for orthopedics, and I believe they will help change orthopedic surgery forever. While the entire industry is focused on large navigation systems and robots, Augmetics snuck in the side door with a seamless heads-up display technology. The spine surgeon with the Augmetics lenses has total control in the OR with the superpowers of X-ray vision. Augmetics is also executing famously in five short years. You'll see they've used their capital much better than most tech startups in orthopedics or spine. So enjoy this episode. It's always ad-free. Let's get started. Okay, here we go. I'm live with Nissan Elamelech in Israel. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you very much, Tiger, for inviting yeah. me. Great. Thanks for your time. So uh, I've been following Augmetics for a couple of years, I guess, and uh, you guys seem to be leading the space and augmented reality and and uh, and surgery, and uh, it's it seems so obvious to me. I just I've been dying to talk to you. So uh, let's just start at the beginning. Tell us how did Augmetics begin? What was the idea? So it all started in 2014. I was working in the spine surgery uh, unit in Medtronic for uh, several years uh, before that. I also worked in the, in other spaces of surgery um, about a decade before uh, starting Augmetics. But then in 2014, I noticed that uh, there's a great need for a revolutionary um, um, step in surgical navigation space. Um, as you probably know, uh, Medtronic has in their portfolio some surgical navigation systems for uh, ENT, spine, brain, uh, for many years. But uh, these systems uh, were developed about 20 years ago. And uh, now with the technology advancement, it still remains uh, relatively the same as it was like 20 years ago. Um, and uh, the adoption rate of surgeons really didn't you know, didn't really um, get higher and higher every year. And spine surgery, um, still most of the spine surgeries are performed without any sort of uh, surgical navigation. And it frustrated me to see that although Medtronic has uh, very fancy equipment that costs a lot of money, 
even after uh, surgeons are buying the system, they don't use it so often. So I wanted to do something really revolutionary in this space and to make surgeons comfortable in using this uh, great systems that will help them uh, guide their implants accurately. I basically, uh, uh, the vision I had was to give surgeons the ability um, to be like a superhero that have um, x-ray vision that they can see through the patient uh, skin and tissue and look straight at the anatomy of the patient and then guide all their, all their implants very accurately. That's what that's the vision I had and I thought that if we can make surgeons like superheroes, it will increase the adoption rate, it will um, increase uh, you know, the willingness to, to use this technology. And, and and that's what I basically did. So I left Neutronic in 2014 and started to uh, to look for technologies who will be able to uh, to do that. And uh, and that's how it all started. That's like the light the, the light bulb moment uh, that I had back then. Interesting. And were there surgeons that you uh, worked with uh, in the early days that that shared the vision? Um, yeah, I worked in Israel uh, while I was working in Metronic. I worked in Israel, and uh, there, there was no one, no one in particular that I, you know, hmm. that I would say that uh, helped me with that idea. I mean, I looked at surgeons, I worked with surgeons time, but uh, I think I had, uh, you know, the understanding what they want and what are the challenges, what are their, uh, you know, what is the pain, right? And then, uh, from understanding what is the pain, then I I started to think what is the what is the best solution for that pain. That's fascinating. That's a common tale. Where surgeons know the problem, but they really can't jump to the solution. They uh, because they're so they're so focused in their own world. Interesting. So how did you? So 2014. So how did you uh, t- take us through the early years developing and funding the company? Right. So um, as soon as uh, we, we, you know, we founded a company. Uh, when I say we, uh, there were three of us, uh, three entrepreneurs. But then, uh, but then it was quickly became only me. <laughs> uh, you know, to be an entrepreneur is a, is a very hard thing to do. You need to sacrifice like everything that you've done so far. So, um, so I was uh, really, you know, uh, stayed by myself uh, relatively short after, the, you know, after we started Augmentics. But, um, but uh, I started to look for uh, uh, for investors who can uh, fund us uh, uh, in the in the early stage stages. Um, and um, one incubator in Israel um, that is called Terra Lab. Um, wanted to invest in us, and uh, and that's what we did, and, and that's what we did. I mean, eventually we got eight hundred thousand dollars as seed invest investing um, in a company, and it's a, it sustained the company for about two years with uh, five people on board. Um, you know, getting like minimum uh, salaries and working really, uh, you know, um, and on a limited budget. But still, um, we were able within these two years to to build a proof of concept and to actually get uh, a very early version prototype of the system um, uh, within these two years. Um, 
after that uh, two years uh, we went to Series A and we raised additional of uh, seven I think uh, close to an eight million dollars Series A fundraising um, from uh, from AO Invest which are our lead investor um, it is a VC arm of the of the AO Foundation, which is uh, for whoever knows uh, the sure, Olympic household, space. Sure, household name. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Simpy, AO now. Very strong. That's correct. That's correct. So AO Foundation decided that our technology is novel enough to invest in. So their VC arm um, led the Series A, and now we have a very close connection and you know very. Uh, very connected to the AO Foundation activities and meeting groups and everything, which is very helpful. Wow. Um, and then and we work an additional t two years more uh, until we reach that point that we are speaking now on the phone, and we're still fundraising at the start of your fundraise. Um, we're now seeking for Series B fundraising. Um, and uh and we 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 already closed half of that so a, a 10 million dollars already uh in the bank now from uh from uh, bridge investors so so that's that's like the funding uh, looks like for a company uh, as ours um but i think that uh now we're getting very close to commercialization with our product so it will be we we will soon no, not be needed for any more uh, investing in a company now. You know, as soon as we start uh, ramping up the sales. Right, right. So, so yeah. So this is probably a good segue. Uh, so tell audience about the technology and kind of how it works, and maybe even how it started and how it's different now than it right. was, you know, a few years ago. Right. So as I mentioned, I mean, I was just trying to. To make certain superheroes with X-ray vision, that's that's the vision I had. Uh, yeah, we obviously cannot give them uh, real superheroes uh, powers. Um, so what we did is we built um, an augmented reality headset um, that projects um, directly to the retinas all the imaging information that requires uh, for the surgery. Um, we take. Uh, pre-op or intra-op CT scans, we do uh, a 3D reconstruction of the three of the CT scans, and we project directly to the retina the 3D um, model of the anatomy that we want to navigate on. And we start with spine surgeries. So we construct the spine in 3D, and we project it in a very good, or I would say, in precise registration with a, a patient lying on a surgical table. And we also add the the 2D uh, conventional views that, that the surgeons are used to see when working with a traditional navigation system, such as the axial and sagittal uh, cutting planes. So that's what uh, uh, we are projecting to the surgeons. The headset itself uh, that projects all the all these images uh, is a wireless headset, uh, personalized headset to each surgeon, uh, very lightweight, very comfortable, and that has um, it's it's a self-contained navigation system basically on a headset. Hmm. That's what we did. There's no cameras, no bulky workstations around. It's only a headset that encloses 
all the components of traditional navigation system. And the best thing is that because it's so uh, small and light and simple to even manufacture, it costs only a fraction of the price of traditional navigation system. Wow, that's incredible. So so the headset itself is, uh, you said it's wireless. I'm sure it's light. It's similar to what they're using today. Uh, a lot of surgeons wear loops, um, other kinds of yes. magnification. Yeah. Yes, that's correct. This is a headset. This is not a glasses because we still need to have uh, the computing power on it and the display and the tracking unit as well. Unlike uh, other consumer products such as the HoloLens or MagicLeap that you might have heard um, trying to, you know, mm-hmm. some people, some startup even, or big companies trying to embrace for um, medical applications, um, consumer products are not navigation systems, are not guidance systems. They can visualize, they, they can, you know, project uh, the images um, to the eyes of the surgeons, but they cannot serve as a surgical navigation system. We have developed during the three years of work, um, the, the, you know, the first three years of work, and most of our money was spent on developing the surgical tracker, which is light and small and can be in, and is built in um, in the headset. So. This is what differentiates us um, than all the noise around us with all the consumer products that you probably see or heard about. Right, right. And so there's markers on the instruments, I guess, that that, that traject uh, where you're going. That's correct. Yeah, yep, that's it. correct. That's correct. We use the same fundamentals of any other navigation system. The fundamentals remain the same. We use uh, markers that we uh, mount on the surgical instrument, and we have a reference frame that we place on the, uh, we fix it on the patient, and we have an infrared optical tracker that is built inside the headset, uh, which tracks uh, the markers, um, and that's how um, we navigate. And the and the vision the vision field you see bone you see nerves ligaments what what do you what do you see in the vision field we see we see we see everything that we can uh, see uh, from the raw data so the raw data that we currently use is the CT scans um, the CT scans can come from an intraoperative scanner such as the OAM. Zim, Aero, etc., or it can it can come from a pre-op CT scan. Uh, mm-hmm. Currently, we're we support only intraoperative CT scans, but in a year from now, we will be able to take a pre-op CT and register it with a patient using a 2D fluoroscopy. Terrific! Wow. So, and how much time does that add to the case? We haven't we haven't measured uh, um, you know real cases and the time that it saves or adds so I cannot answer on that but I can assume that eventually it will save a lot of time a lot of OR time uh, because as you know um, in spine surgeries 
sometimes you need to reposition screws that are placed incorrectly. Mm -hmm. So um, and uh, and it takes time to do a fluoroscopy to guide the screws to the correct place. So all this uh, time-consuming process will be eliminated once uh, surgeons will choose to use the excision. Yeah, I mean, not only are you taking away the rework, but you're uh, you're increasing safety dramatically. Uh, oh yeah, for sure. Yes, we've demonstrated, yeah. and that's one of the tests that we submitted to the FDA that um, our system is uh, highly accurate. Um, with 99% of uh, clinical accuracy uh, achieved in uh, in in labs, uh, so uh, so our system um, can um, increase the safety of uh, you know of the procedures. Um, yeah, definitely. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, most surgeons exaggerate how accurate they are with pedicle screws, um, but they're not. <laughs> Uh, so tell us about the what's the product? What is the hardware software product, and and what's the business model? I'm trying to wrap my head around what you're actually selling. Right. So um, so we're selling everything that I just uh, said. I mean, we're selling the headset, we're selling the software, we're selling the monitors, we're selling the universal adapter set. We own everything. We develop. We manufacture. And we sell everything in-house. Um, we we don't have any off-the-shelf products that we buy and resell. We developed everything from A to Z, and uh, that's what we sell. Um, we have a full team of uh, engineers. Uh, some of them are computer vision uh, programmers. Uh, some of them mechanical engineers. We have a manufacturing line in Israel. Um, and we sell, like I said, from the headset to the markers to the software, everything. And it, is everything disposable, or is there a piece that's reusable? Um, no, only the markers are disposable. So the marker set uh, need to be opened. A surgeon who want to use the system need to open a new marker set every surgery. Other than that, everything is uh, reusable. The headset is reusable. The um, uh, universal adapter set is re is reusable. Um, the computer, of course, um, is reusable. If um, there there is a computer, we can sell computer, but um, we don't have to because we have an interface software that can be installed on any computer. So if in OR you have like smart uh, OR with uh, flat uh, panel PCs. We can just install our software to control the headset, but uh, if not, we also, we can also sell a computer. That's not a problem, but it's only a computer. Got it. Um, and so, and there's right. no latency at all. The, as you move your head uh, or move the instrument, it's pretty much real time, and and you don't need 5G for that. So, uh, so we do have a minimal latency. That's right. Um, but, but you know, any system, any, any electronic system has some latency, of course. Uh, we do have a minimal latency, but uh, but the feeling, I mean, the, no one will feel that it has a latency, right? It's it's like uh, it, it looks a real time for the user, very comfortable. It looks like you're seeing through the patient's skin. You move your head. Everything is very highly responsive. So. Uh, so 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 it's it feels natural it feels like you really have an x-ray vision
yeah, that is really cool. And and surgeons are are not making any quick moves anyway, so um, not like you're driving a car. That's fascinating. Yeah, but even if they do, even if they do, because we have a minimal latency, you still feel that very comfortable. You don't you don't see you don't feel the lag. You don't see any any latency. I mean, a person a person would not feel the latency. I wouldn't say that. To say that we don't have any latency will be wrong because we do have it. But the human being will not notice this latency so much because it's uh, it's really really fast. Right, right. That's really cool. So what? Uh, so why did you guys attack Fine first? Uh, and why Spine? Because uh, first of all, it came from the need. I I was working the spine surgery unit, right? And uh, and, uh, and and I and I just. Uh, and I just uh, noticed that there's an easy spine, so I wanted to address that first. You know, that's my that that was my pain. <laughs> and, but, uh, and, and the mostly pedicle screw placement. Yes, yes. So, uh, so, but but it's. It, it, I mean, I I think that overall, I think that's the that's the market that uh, we should start with. Uh, nevertheless, I mean, it doesn't really matter if I started if I was working in the spine or not. I think that's the right market to start with because, um, first of all, it's a huge market. There's, a, there's about one million spine surgeries every year in the United States. That's first, and second, it's you know it's the low-hanging fruit because most spine surgeons don't use any navigation system for spine surgery. Right. Right. So, so that's why we we need we just there. There's a huge opportunity. Um, you know, hundreds of thousands of cases in the United States every year are done without any sort of navigation or guidance. So, uh, so there's a user opportunity for you know the, for the X Vision to start there. Once we once we start with Spine, you know, and, and get the market and be successful with that, we will move forward. You know, with other applications. Right. It seems like trauma is natural. I'm been in a lot of trauma cases and you know there's fragments of bones all over the place and it's a three-dimensional problem yeah yeah you're definitely right we there are challenges in that as well like any other application right in any application there's challenges but uh but yeah you're definitely right good good so are there other competitors kind of on horizon are you guys uh leading the way I tell you honestly, I think I think we're the only company who truly develop and manufacture a fully uh, contained uh, surgical navigation system on an augmented reality headset. Now, there are other uh, competitors who will have augmented reality glasses or headsets, but they will not have um, the you know the the tracking system and the full navigation system inside a headset. Um, there are products such as the Hololens or Magic Leap. Some even partnered with big companies um, that uh, will offer to their customers um, the augmented reality lenses and provide them with uh, the same extra vision that we have. However, the I, I don't I don't I don't know of any other company who truly took the complete navigation system and put everything on the headset. In order to use a consumer product such as a HoloLens or Magic Leap, you still need to own 
or buy, right, uh, um, a separate navigation system that costs half a million dollars. And you can add to that the glasses, but it's still not going to be only glasses. Right, right. There's a giant refrigerator in the corner of the operating room. That's right. Yeah. yeah. That's Cap- right. Huge, huge capital equipment, and it's disruptive to the flow. Well, that's awesome. I mean, it's amazing somebody hasn't come up with this before. Um, and I don't, know if you, I don't know if you follow American football, but the uh, that was the first time I ever saw uh, augmented reality when they put the first down line on the field that you could only see on your television. And that was, that was in 1998 when the first down line appeared uh, to the viewers. I actually spoke with someone who said that he invented this a wow. long time ago. Wow, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what he claims. Yeah, it's fascinating. <laughs> and then other sports tried it. They tried to highlight the hockey puck. That didn't quite work. Um, but, yeah, I mean, that's, think about that. That's 21 years ago, and you would have thought somebody would have uh, – but you, it took you guys. Um, oh, 88, so, you say, or 98? 1998. So 20 – Oh, 1998, yeah, 20 years ago. Yeah. Yeah, 20 years ago. Um, I mean, well, uh, so – where is Augmetics going in the next year, the next three years? Where, where do you see vision for the company? So uh, I think we're gonna, t- I think we're gonna disrupt the market of uh, navigation systems uh, for surgery. Um, like I said, I mean, there's only a few surgeons in the world um, that can afford buying a navigation system or want to use a navigation system. Even if they have it, they don't use it so often. So I think that our solution will really be the standard of care for navigation. Uh, we start with spine, but then I see it also catching up with uh, brain surgeries, all the cranial mm-hmm. surgeries, joint replacement, trauma that you mentioned, that's right, ENT. You know, everything that requires high precision when treating a patient. That's what... Uh, I think uh, we will be the standard of care. Yeah, I can see oncology. I mean, anytime you surgically remove a cancer, that's that would be a great tool. It's- yeah, but but that uh, the, keep in mind that um, there is a process of registration that is needed before using a navigation system. Uh, we currently are focusing. We are currently focusing on um, on anatomy that can be. Uh, that can be fixed, rigidly fixed to a marker to reference so we can track it. Because after you register the anatomy to the markers, it cannot move relative to that. So soft tissue tends to move all the time unless it is um, enclosed inside the skull, such as the brain. So that's why we can navigate on the brain because it doesn't really move much inside the skull. Uh, with, With other soft tissues such as liver, you know, kidneys. It's gonna, or you know, uh, or the GI colon. Um, yeah. It's gonna be, it's gonna be much more challenging um, to just uh, register it uh, you know, uh, to, uh, to 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 fix the reference frame. That makes a lot of sense. Interesting. Bones are, bones are your friend with augmented reality. That's correct. That's uh, correct. Well, it's been great. I uh, really appreciate your time. Tell the audience where they can go to find out more about Augmetics. The videos are fantastic. Once you see the video, you understand it. Where, where should people go? 
I think the best uh, the best will be to just um, follow us on LinkedIn. That's where we tend to post most of our uh, news and updates. So LinkedIn is a great platform. Um, they can uh, follow me personally or the, or the uh, company's uh, LinkedIn profile. A website, www.ogmatics.com, that's also uh, one of the uh, – we, we keep it very um, uh, fresh and uh, updated all the time, so, uh, so it's a good source of information. Um, Excellent. We have well, an active Twitter well, thank, account. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, thanks. Yeah. Thanks for your time. This has been terrific. I'm sure you'll uh, get a lot of new interest. And uh, can, you know, good luck with your Series B. And uh, we'll see you in the operating room. Uh, you know, soon. Excellent. Of course. Thank you very much, Tiger. Thank you for your time. Uh, it's been a pleasure. Thank you, Nissan. So that's a wrap. Appreciate it.